The Messy Game Room, Episode 12, Grope Cunt Lane, pronounced Grope Cunt Lane, was a street name found in English towns and cities during the Middle Ages, believed to be a reference to the prostitution centered on those areas. It was normal practice for a medieval street name to reflect the street's function or the economic activity taking place within it. Grope Cunt, the earliest known use of which is about in 1230, appears to have been derived as a compound of the words grope and cunt. Streets with that name were often in the busiest parts of medieval towns and cities, and at least one appears to have been an important thoroughfare. Although the name was once common throughout England, changes in attitude resulted in its being replaced by more innocuous versions such as Grape Lane. Grope Cunt was last recorded as a street name in 1561. Episode 12, of course. Well, we have Polish Doug sitting with us. Welcome, Polish Doug. To thank the, you, thank you. Jesus is his is his uh, quarterback. <laughs> he said that in, the, in the, one of the guild posts, right? I did, yeah. All the snow is giving me a chance to you know get in there and start posting stuff. Yeah, it's good to see. We've seen you pop up a lot more. We know you've been busy with the, with the, the young one and stuff. So congratulations on that if we haven't said it already. Thanks. So we got some MP3s to listen to. Yeah, our loyal listeners With, send us uh, in MP3s. Joe's going to be coming some, sometime, so do you want to wait that he gets here to do that? Well, I don't know. Hey, if Pol- if uh, Polish Doug's here, Italian Joe's not here, what do you think, uh, Polish Doug? You want to talk about games? Why don't you tell us something about yourself, Polish Yeah, Doug? that's a great idea, Mike. <laughs> what do you guys want to know? I don't know. Like, What's your favorite game? Pretend we was uh, like a chick and you was What's on your a top date. ten uh, Reiner Knizia games? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Pretend we was on a date, Polish Doug, and you was really trying to press it. How come we haven't played, uh, what's it called? Twilight Imperium yet. We just need to get enough people together. Get How many time. people do you need? I think it's better with more people, you know, because then you get a chance to really interact some more. I mean, so it takes ha- a little longer. How many people do you need? Let's say five or six. Would five be or number. six. Yeah. What are we looking for time-wise? That one. It's a long game. It's one of those eight-hour. Would have been the perfect game hour. for HagerCon. Yeah, would have. Now we had snow at HagerCon. That's why Doug couldn't come. Would you say? Would you consider that an Ameritrash game? I mean, is that what you lean towards, Ameritrash? I know we've played Arkham Horror with you in the past. All right, let's talk about this. HagerCon. Marshall, what did you think of the miniatures game that you played? I what thought you, it was pretty boring. Pretty now we played Carnage and Glory, which you played with us. Right? Was that Historicon? Right. Now, did, did you like that or not? Yeah, I liked it. Now, what, what didn't you? What did you not like about? I said it before it? the pieces didn't come off the board. That's the only thing. It took a little while in between turns. Would you, that is true. I mean, it took a while between turns. I mean, it's supposed to be computer moderated, and I would have liked to see pieces coming off the boards. If I'm shooting yeah. at you or I'm shooting at you, I want to see pieces fall off the board. What I thought was interesting was that the guys who were playing the miniatures games, they played the miniatures games, and then they played a few board games at the end. They had no problem with that. But the board game guys 
They won't have nothing to do with well, miniatures. I take it. I take offense to that because I played miniatures. You, with your exception, with the well, and that was mainly because no one else was there that was going to play a board game. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like when we started playing Carnage and Glory. Are you? Is this? train driving somewhere <laughs> but i don't know i'm just curious i i found that i was thinking about that uh, i thought this started afterwards. with the question and i don't i haven't heard the question yet yeah i don't i don't know that it really in my opinion i don't really think it would be a difference between people liking miniatures games or board games my my thing with what i would say with carnage and glory is some people might not like being able to like throw the dice and stuff like that i like not having to worry about all the calculations and things like that just that's saying, a good point what i want to do somebody punches in the computer takes care of it all says here's what happens that's a good point. I, I was only bringing it up because that was something, a game that we've all pre-played. I was thinking about that, how, uh, like, Nice Guy Jim, Joe, and y'all played, like, board games. And then all of us that were playing miniatures games, we all wound up playing board games, too. But to me, they, they well, especially I'd say Nice Guy Jim had no interest in yeah. He's but that's fine. But I, yeah, I, I mean, he's not here. And I was just stuff. wondering, like, why, <laughs> I was just wondering why some people... Gravitate to one or the other. I don't know. I, I think that I'm there's... Gonna make, I, I'm going to... Oh, no, go ahead. I'm going to say I think there's board gamers who will only play board games. While the miniatures gamers, I think they prefer the miniatures games. I think they see the board games as a nice, fun little... I don't know. A fun little pastime that you can do. Would you say there's a stigmatism or a bit of an elitism with... The miniatures gamers that say, "Oh, yeah, we're miniatures historical, See, we're I historical I gamers. Think we that, don't like play it, board games." But they, you, I didn't say you. Did, well, did you sit, think any of those guys were acting like? No, that? they were nice guys, but um, no, I guess not. Now, within historical miniatures gamers, there's definitely guys who will look down upon, like at Historicon. I know for uh, what is it? Then the prime time hours in the main ballroom, they would not allow any like pulp. Or science fiction or fantasy games to be going on. I don't know. I I didn't go to historic on. Yeah, I mean those are those are guys that are pretty hardcore. Like has to be historic. When you go to the miniature conventions, what do you play? I just play whatever, whatever. But there's not a game system that you. No, I just say you know I haven't played a game that involves Vikings before. I'm gonna jump in on that or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things. Like I I like to go in and just try something different. That's fair enough. All right, that's all I got. Is <laughs> <laughs> this thing out of gas already? <laughs> I think I was going somewhere with the your game likes Polish dog. Remember I asked a question about America? We're going to talk more about Polish dog. All right, that's mine. Well, you do whatever you want. your podcast. <laughs> it's right? not my podcast. Not mine. <laughs> it's the people's podcast. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Speaking of the people's podcast, you want to listen to one since Joe's not here yet? One of our viewer contributions? All right. Whatever he misses. His loss. Is we there anyone in particular it. you want to start with? I think Brian Martin should be a good one to open the show with. All right, hold on. Hey, guys. It's Brian Martin checking in from Redmond, Washington. I just wanted to say congratulations on making it to your one-year anniversary. I'm not sure how a guy and his jackass buddy recording a show from a closet in West Virginia quickly became my favorite gaming podcast, but you did, and I look forward to listening to you every month. Keep up the good work, guys, and here's to another year of the Messy Game Room. Who's the jackass? <laughs> I don't know. You were going nuts when we were watching that. And is it in West Virginia? Holy oh, God. he's getting, a, getting a phone call. That's Joe. <laughs> Go ahead and answer it now. He's still shoveling. <laughs> yeah. What's up, babe? 
Oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah, who's the jackass and who's the buddy? I don't know. You know, it is interesting that he made the comment the recording. That was awesome. Because remember how I asked you, like, how do you feel about, you know, everyone, oh, West Virginia, like, they make fun of it all the time. Hey, if they'd have lived here the last week with the roads West Virginia is, <laughs> I'm making fun of it. It's been horrible. Well, this guy at work today, he's telling me, yeah, you know, my house, I, li- I, live, I'm, I live in West Virginia, so, of course, I'm surrounded by a bunch of West Virginians. <laughs> he's telling me something about how they poked holes in his stormwater management. I don't know what the hell he was talking about. but Brian Martin is our most loyal, one of our most loyal Facebook that's how I mainly communicate with Brian Martin. I think everybody knows on Facebook that I mostly handle Facebook. Either I, I not not that you couldn't if you wanted to, but he's from uh, I, I thought it was the Seattle area, Redmond. That's where Nintendo's headquartered. Okay, I don't know if you knew that. Nintendo of America. That's correct. And he's a I believe a professional photographer. If he ain't a professional photographer, he's like a real good amateur photographer, and his he, he takes good pictures. Of what? I just. I mean, I know his profile picture's, like, awesome. I don't know how he did it. Hell, I don't... He's a nice guy, and he plays the same type of games we do, and he's always the first one to comment or give me a thumbs up on what we've played. Like what? What do you mean, like what? Well, what? I'm, I'm just curious. Like, what, what just, games has he played that... Well, what? I mean, you're putting me on the spot here, man. <laughs> oh, never mind. No, I didn't write mind. this down. It's our type games. Like Richard III. I don't think he's played that. Are you are, are you talking about Richard the Third or uh, the card game? Which card game? Ah, the pictures on the cards. The, no, the one that Overlord Dungeon oh, whatever. I Dark Lord. Are, are, are you talking about Richard the Third or I Dark Overlord being the... more more like the Richard the Third? Okay, type well, yeah, okay. And it, it's one of one of our <laughs> loyal supporters on Facebook. And I appreciate that. Okay, and I like it. Well, I, I like our listeners. I I do too. I don't go on Facebook that much. No, but you should. Hmm. This thing's dying on the vine. <laughs> Holy still, you have to he say He says that every time, though. Well, Can you get a phone call or something? <laughs> well, do you want to listen to another one? Yeah, I guess. Another uh, user's uh, submission? Which yeah. one now? Let's see what we got. How about that one from Australia? All right, hold on. I guess it's from Australia. Hey, Mike. Hey, Marshall. It's Doug Adams from Melbourne, Australia here, just walking to work, listening to episode 10. Very funny stuff. Really got nothing funny to say, but just keep up the good work, guys. Um, sorry, no naked pictures from me, but I am walking to work naked. Keep it up, guys. See ya. Well, he was from Australia. He's walking to work naked. <laughs> I gotta tell you, the first time. Th- this is a good Australia. spot for the uh, <laughs> the <laughs> crickets. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Paul? I was gonna say the first time I met a guy from Australia, I could not understand a single word he was saying. I was at a party just drinking beer, and I just kept going, all right? That sounds good. Can I tell you my Australia story? No. Well, thanks, Doug, for the sound clip and his support on the guild. My favorite podcast podcast are the ones from Australia, by the way. Who's that? Uh, Podhammer. I never heard it. And then uh, World's End Radio. All they talk about is Games Workshop stuff, but they're pretty funny. But anyway, I I never told you I haven't told this story on the podcast about... When uh, I was in the Navy and went to Australia. I don't think you've ever All said right. I think that's the first you've ever told anything about your personal life on the podcast, other than you're married. <laughs> well, we're in Sydney, and we're getting ready to leave. And we're, we're at CNN Anchor Detail. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning. 
And my SCN anchor detail station was the aft lookout. So I'm on the, the rear ass end of the ship, like waiting to leave. And there's an Australian warship uh, behind us. And they're at their morning quarters, which is where, like, that's how you start your work day. Like in the Navy, you all line up and the guy reads the plan of the day and talks about whatever. And then you go to work. So I'm not really paying complete attention to him, but uh, I hear like some noise. They had taken, they had grabbed a guy and they had thrown him into the harbor. And they, and they were all laughing and yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So that's Australia. And we were in a bar too uh, one night and these guys were looking at us and I was scared. I've heard they don't like the American men. Well, Doug sounded nice. He sounded like a nice guy. And he likes the messy game room. Well, he's got good taste then. Yeah, I think he... I've, Mentioned before that he listens to us, I think, on the walk to work. Okay. I think. And you see, you 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 made some good cracks during it. You should you should repeat them now. Like, it sounds like you're walking to work on a freeway. Yeah, I didn't say that. I didn't. <laughs> on train tracks. On train tracks. Eh? <laughs> Let's go for another one. All right. How about uh, AB7000? Yeah, AB let's list AB10000. Hello, everyone. This is AB5000 from the Guild, uh, just saying hi. And uh, just want to say I'm hoping that we can soon have a uh, MGR Guild Con or something like that, maybe uh, Manhattan scores, you know, that kind of thing. Or we could even do it uh, somewhere somewhere different, maybe, uh, maybe uh, in uh, West Virginia somewhere. Who knows? Anyways, just saying hi and... Uh, it's a great time talking to everybody and stuff on the guild. Thanks. Bye. He's got the right idea. Well, we talked about that before. We were going to do that for your birthday. I thought that would be an incredibly funny idea. We might do it next year. Videotape it. Put it on YouTube. That be well. They wouldn't let us videotape in there. Yeah, I like the idea of board gaming in a strip club with beer. I like the idea of board game. I, otherwise, I don't want to go into a strip club. I like the idea of titties. Yeah. I don't. Those go good with anything. <laughs> That's right, Polish dog. That's right. Um, so, thank you, AB20000, for sending that in. We uh, we thought we'd grease the wheels of the podcast a little bit, so we started drinking. Because we just didn't feel like we were hitting on all cylinders, Polish dog. I would agree. I mean, just I just, I'm not feeling. At this point, I say start the fucking thing over, but that's just me. Well, no, all right, I'll, I'll tell you what I said while we were listening to that and this is no, nothing uh nothing against the people who sent something in right that when we've done things where we've like listened to like a recording and then talked about it afterwards that's because that's when you were like recording people while they were playing like uh what was with the aladdin game yeah and tales for Arabian night yeah sorry there was something to talk about and this is kind of just people sending this thing saying hey how you doing so there's really nothing to say. Well, and I appreciate that they that they sent us in, and I don't want to bust their balls. But part of me thinks they're set and waiting to have their balls busted. So it's a fine line. Well, I noticed at least two people who sent it in were all like, oh, I know you're going to destroy me. I know you're going to do whatever. Like, I, It brings me to Joe, who's still not here. Yeah. Saying, Fuck him. We don't need him. <laughs> saying I had to stick up for people. Oh, <laughs> man. Boy, you... This is what's classic about Made this. Made me feel bad. <laughs> this is what's classic. Where's the beer opener? That's what's classic about this is since Joe missed this, you'll get a nasty email. He's like, I can't believe what you said in episode 12 before I got there. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Polish Doug? You're Joe's best buddy. 
I say have at him. He's late. So, you know. And there you he have it. Better. Time was six, and it's way past that. That's right. Did you eat yet, dog? I did, but I can always eat more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about what we were going to eat. Yeah. Man, I tell you, this fucking thing is dying. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, there is no saving episode 12. All right, well, which one do you want to listen to? Fuck next? if it doesn't matter. Do you want to listen to if Collins? people are still tuned in. <laughs> How many more we got? We've done three, and there's seven total, right? So that would leave four. I can't believe we got the seven we got. I had to beg for those. I was like, please don't make us like just have three. <laughs> and i tell you what else pissed me off before we do this. All right. I seen some other guy. They do a podcast. I look on sometimes on the podcast blog or Board Game Geek. Some other dude did this podcast, and fucking who's the first person to respond? Tony Clifton, who makes me think he's a whore. Tony Clifton's a podcast whore. He's all the time doing the same shit to fucking point to point. He does to us. And we like point to point. That was our favorite. That, yeah, that, 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 I forgot about it. That, but that it hardly ever comes out. Right. That is great. But Tony Clifton's a podcast whore. So these other people are getting accolades. We're here at episode 12. We've got somebody else well, in the no, room. What did he say? Why do we get shunned by the board game community? Is it the language? Is it our lack of thoroughness? Is it our honesty? Explain yourself. Well, I post like uh, episode eight of Messy Game Room. I get one response: Tony Clifton. Yeah, which I'm happy Tony does that. Oh, I have said he's a podcast whore. Well, what did he say about the all other these show? other people? Oh, this is wonderful. You are so professional. I don't know. I don't think. Hey, man, we're professional. I'm, I'm a professional, motherfucker. I'm a professional. Well, there's been. Some I'm o- vice fucking president <laughs> of my company. Well, actually, I'll answer the question that was asked. Who asked how many people listen to it? I wouldn't give him numbers out. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I'm embarrassed that only ten or twelve thousand people <laughs> download the show a month. <laughs> That would be expensive, that bandwidth, I think. But anyway. No, because uh, some of them that I know have a lot more people listening because they're like on the front page of iTunes. But they don't get that many replies in Board Game Geek. I'm telling What's you. What's the show that, that, you, that got a lot of replies to it? I don't remember. No, it's okay. new. A new one, really. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're all professional. And I saw a bunch of our guild members in there being whores. Really? Jumping on the bandwagon of the new thing. Can we you, don't fucking need them. Can you kick people out, out of the guild? I think I can because I started the guild. It's my 15 you, fucking saying, week. I was saying, do you have that? I don't know. As the guild master, do you have that ability? Uh, we need everybody we can get. Is this Joe coming? All right, well, sit down, Joe. Yeah, sit down. <laughs> he done been shit on for the last uh, 19 minutes and 14 seconds. Some of us work for a living. Ooh, hey, motherfucker, I'm professional. <laughs> I'm vice president of my company. You'd have been here two minutes ago. You'd have heard that shit. All right. Well, Italian Joe, you take quite a being on the podcast. I do. Don't look at the computer. Okay. We're having a conversation. All right. Not Tell much us. of one. Yeah, it's, this thing is <laughs> pretty good. This thing is off the fucking rails, you know, it's, right. it's got to be the worst we've ever done. And I thought we'd done some stinking one. You say that about everyone, though. He does. See, I, I already said well, that. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I tell you like a told Polish dog. Pretend that you're on a date with us. And we're like hot chicks. And tell us about yourself. Well, he probably bit. wouldn't talk about his favorite board games. Yeah, tell, yeah pretend we're like all interested in board games. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your gaming history. Well, why, now you're why? saying you're related because you were working. Were you hiding, yeah. you're hiding in the bushes? Wait, <laughs> coming out of the motel? No, no, no. Robin no. kept him over to wax Ferrari. <laughs> you guys got to get him a beer. I'm all right. 
Well, I thought he brought four up. One for I didn't realize that two were for him. <laughs> yeah, I brought four. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I brought two for me. I'm the alcoholic in the bunch. God. All right, did Doug? Did you describe the experience of walking through a, a nice big bathroom into a closet? I, I didn't know. I didn't describe that. Cause hey, I you leave the fucking jokes to us. <laughs> well, you guys are funny. I'm it's, sure you'll edit out a lot of the stuff I say. We don't no. edit nothing, Joe. It's a messy game, right? Well, the closet's yeah. pretty big. The closet is kind of big, but... There's Easter dresses and shit. As long as I don't take my shirt off, like you guys were talking about that one time. Joe, this is your this is your tax money at work. In fact, this is your tax money at work <laughs> right <Yeah>. here. <laughs> I think you should explain you work for the government, because I don't think you've ever said that. We'll just keep it at that. That's right. That's all you need to know. <laughs> so Joe, yes. tell us a little bit about yourself and your gaming. Your gaming uh, likes and dislikes. My name is Joe, otherwise known as Italian Joe or Italian Joe. <laughs> but anyways, I live here in Winchester. I'm married. I got two kids. I hang out with these guys here in the messy game room. And Doug, my buddy. Now you and Joe, uh, you and uh, Doug are both from Erie, right? We go way back. They- You've told me this, but I forget. We went to different high schools together. So you didn't know? Did you know each they other? They went to prom year? together. <laughs> I'll be here all night trying to feel. <laughs> did you know each other in Erie? This yeah, is no, fascinating stuff, I tell you. It is riveting. I tell you what, I didn't think you'd a fucking worse. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. Hey, Joe, yeah. Yeah. why don't you continue the story as you go down and get me another beer? What do you want? Tell you what, you want to listen to? No, uh, I want to hear Joe's Erie story. About what? About whatever, wherever he was going with that. Where were you going with yeah, that? Yeah, Joe. I don't know. I so you know. all went to different high schools together. Was you all pen pals? Because we didn't have the internet back then. Pen pals? <laughs> yeah. Did you all go to summer camp together? No. Make friendship, <laughs> make, <laughs> make friendship bracelets? What? No, the first time we met was in a, like a, a football game. Like a, like a, you know, like a bunch of neighborhood kids getting together. Oh, okay. And I thought he was just a big dude. I'm still a big dude. Well, he's got that. He's got those plastic weights. He's always pumping. <laughs> but then I just realized I was a lot faster, so he's never gonna get. You know, can't touch this. I guess. When did you all first start playing games together? We actually through another friend of ours that I went to high school with, and they hung out with, named Phil, New Jersey Phil, or Chinese Phil, whatever we want. To call oh, is he Chinese? He's a Chinaman. He is like <laughs> like Kane and Kung Fu. Motherfucker look English more like he's like whiter than us. He's from Taiwan. So and in every town Kane goes to, they're well, like, I don't he's know, from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but his hair does Phil yes. listen to the messy game room? No. Then let's move it. Do on. you know why he doesn't listen to the messy game room? Because I told him that you guys record with your shirts off in a closet, and he said he could never listen to you guys. Marshall's the only I tell you right now, on. Joe. <laughs> The Christmas present won't save me from fucking tearing you up. Not only physically. What Christmas present? That one right there. I don't mean physically. Oh, I mean yeah, on yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Phil. All right, so Phil, I want to You're school. all playing circle jerk in the basement. No, that's where you left the story no. off. Is that where we left? <laughs> no, that's not how it was. Anyways, Phil was friends with Doug and some other guys that we still hang out with. And uh, we got together for gaming for... Battletech. Okay, so we started with Battletech. Battletech. And That's a miniatures game, Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> Point that out. <laughs> oh, sit down. We're going to gag up on old Marsh. <laughs> so anyways, I'll continue my story. I'm sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. No, I, so we played Battletech for, <laughs> for what, like six months? Hung out, did other stuff. I bet you all knocked down a lot of puss in them six months. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what you mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, when I dog is sad, the Joe is pretty wild. That's kind of, I didn't really press him on that too much. Uh, okay. I don't want to interrupt story. I do have a question now, but I'll say that. I'll say that for later. Huh? We're all married, so it's not good to talk about high school. No, no, no. Hey, Doug, I had to beat the shit off with a baseball bat. I'm just saying. Did you ever, now why don't you say what, uh, what did you say to David that time you said that you were so, you didn't say you were so lame, but you said you were so lame or something that if pussy came to the door, and knocked on the door, you would have said, I'm not interested. <laughs> you said that. Why did you? You did know. say that. I can't hey, remember why. Hey, we went to the, store, the game store Thursday yeah. night to play. We'll continue your own Hey, we can talk about that. Okay. So it was Yu-Gi-Oh night, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I took my son, right? Yeah. And Mike and I played uh, campaign manager. Yeah. Which I don't know if we're going to get into this episode or not. It certainly couldn't save this episode. So might as well not, <laughs> even, not even talk about it. <laughs> So, David, my son, he's like, I'm like, hey, David, would you like a soda? You know? And he's like, people are like, who's that dude? Dave's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, this place is packed with David and all his little high school friends. David, well, not all. All of them were high school. Well, one dude's married. He was older than we were. Yeah, he's assistant manager at Domino's. So, well, there, there's a fuck career path for you, David. Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh, that, he's, he was the one who was, had his... His with woman. His, his wife was with His wife, but she looked like she's about 12. But anyway. Maybe that's what he is. You know, maybe that's his way to get high school puss. Yeah. No, he looked like he's about 12, too. So, anywho. Maybe it's because Marshall's getting old. David's, I, I do, David sometimes does me proud. He's got an Iron Maiden Number of the Beast t-shirt on. Yeah. Which is probably, I don't think they make them any bigger. Uh, and, it was, <laughs> and it was screaming for vengeance. And he's got a Legend of Zelda jacket on. So I'm sitting back at the table in the back of the of the store, got the game set up. Mike walks in, top of his lungs, he yells, Who's the douchebag in the Zelda jacket? And David turned around and looked at us. His face was like beet red. I'm like, that's great. Anyway, go ahead with your eerie story, Joe. Where do we leave off? You always play in Battletech with Phil DeChink. Ooh, can I say that? Should we clap right there? No, I don't care. Okay, I don't know Phil either. Yeah. Take up for him, Jeff. <laughs> okay. Defend his honor. Okay, so you always playing Battletech for six months. I start, I started this basically by saying that you two knew each other before you moved down here. Yeah. I, I actually met Joe before I met you, Marshall. Right. Well, I met you, you, you. I met I don't, Polish Doug wasn't there, but I met you and Joe the same day. Yeah, when did I first meet you? Oh, at uh, the big Berryville whatever. The Valley Games Day? Yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. I figured there would be Put on by Dave Luff. <laughs> He's a good game player. I figured there would be a bunch of losers there. And I was right. <laughs> I met you and Joe the same day because I taught you both Mr. Jack. Yes. And then we all played Coliseum with that dude that was getting ready to sign his life away to go to the Marines. That is correct. And I came made Joe. Yeah, you did. That you guy did. was a yeah. dick. <laughs> Anyway, so you all played Battletech for six months. What'd you go do after Battletech? Gaming wise, yeah, I think we probably moved into what came first, the White Wolf role playing days or the Magic the Gathering days? Probably Magic. Yeah, Magic the Gathering, original gangsters of Magic the Gathering. Right. You know, like before you could, you got some cards, and it was months before the cards came out again. So we go down to the game store every day, be like, "Hey, did you get those." Car jet because we had. Well, like, you know, I was, yeah, did you all work out on? Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Did you guys have high school jobs to buy these cards? I did. Where did you work, Joseph? I worked at Wendy's. Oh, I worked at Wendy's, too. I got fired. I worked there for one week and quit because they, they put me in a medium-sized shirt, and I'm clearly an extra-large boy. <laughs> I couldn't put my arms down to the side. Well, then now, I went to work at a grocery store. Where did you get trained for that week? At the, at the restaurant. Yeah, no fucking shit at the restaurant. I mean, what, what, part of the restaurant? what station were you at? I was doing everything. No, don't give me that fucking shit. I worked at Wendy's, Jack. I got I fired s- from Wendy's in high school. I know. What did I was you get slapping fired together throwing, uh, throwing uh, hamburgers through. Our Wendy's had a greenhouse that you could set in, like a greenhouse mm-hmm. front. And, like, we'd have a shitload of people. They called it an atrium, though, right? You know, it's a fancy name. Atrium. Uh, actually, no, an atrium's a, a glass carport. But you don't work in the building I would throw, like, when we had, like, customers, yeah. I would roll out and throw, I would ball up, you know, the meat's fresh at Wendy's, it's not frozen. Yeah. I would ball up hamburger meat and then wing it. You had to wing it sidearm <laughs> through the restaurant, which, like, over the customer's head and try to get it to stick to the glass of the, uh... Greenhouse. The greenhouse. Yeah. Or the atrium. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's an atrium. Polish duck. But anyway, so you yeah. were trained, you were just a sandwich I maker? Made, I slapped sandwiches together, and I think I made chili. Out of leftover hamburger? Yeah, that's how they make their chili. I don't know if you know this or not. Like, you remember Wendy's used to have the microphone? So if you had, like, 12 people in line, you'd say, like, guest count 12. So the grill person would have to have 24 patties on the grill. Really? patties. And then you start on the left side of the right side of the grill, and you flip it to the left. Well, by the time it makes it to the left side of the grill, it's burnt. So you just lift up the ketchup tray and throw it into <laughs> a refrigerator. And that's chili meat. They boil that fucking burnt shit off and then chop it. I, I could be sued for giving away the fucking secret recipe to Wendy's Chili. They boil that up and then chop it up, and that's what they make chili meat out Dave of. Dave Thomas is flipping over. It's great. Anyway. He's dead? Yeah. He's like dead. I didn't know Abe Vigoda was still alive. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah. watch the Super Bowl? I didn't watch the parts of Abe Vigoda in it. No, he's in the commercial yeah, where the, the guy's, uh, it's Betty White. Yeah. And they're playing like football. I did see that. And he comes yeah. in and she's like, and they say, hey, you're playing like Betty, you know, Betty White. Then she, what is this, Snickers bar? I yeah. think. And she, then she turns see, into a guy. Betty, I thought Betty White was dead. No, no, her yeah, I, I her thought she was too, but it might be the other chick from Golden Girls. Yeah. Yeah, it was the old, real old one. Yeah, but at the she end, wasn't that old. She was younger than all of them. I thought he was dead. Abe Vigoda? Fish? Yeah. I wouldn't want to be Plus he's in, you know. No, I don't. Godfather. Well, yeah, I knew that. They whack him. <laughs> but, uh, I thought Super Bowl commercials were lackluster. And I tell you what else I'm fucking just waiting on. I'm waiting for everybody in America, to, or at least in Martinsburg, West Virginia, to have Saints bumper stickers and license plates. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking that today. Because going to 7-Eleven, I saw a Saints sticker on a car. I was like, <laughs> yeah, fucking of course. Yeah. Do you want to say the left tackle? Went to the same school I did. Wow. Well, Wow, that's, <laughs> that's incredible. What's, I thought that was pretty cool. What school was that? Towson. Uh, the football that. powerhouse. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so anyway, you guys moved yeah. on to Magic the Gathering, and then to what? A bunch of other, all the other uh, CCGs that came out right, right after Marshall, Magic that's a collectible card game. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> but I remember what, Vitesse, which is Vampire the Eternal Struggle. No, that's all White Wolf publishing. That's all stuff, White right? Wolf. Because yeah. we were also doing. Well, wait a minute. You talking about the card? The card game. And you had to put the little 
The little beads on that, right? The, the blood. The blood tokens Some or something. Yeah. yeah. I actually own that. I never played it. And that's Vampire Man. They do role-playing games too, right? We like played Vampire that too. Man. We played that. Did you dress up? No, we didn't do that. That's yeah. a card game. Though. It wasn't... We did both. You did both? Yeah, we did both. Well, what's... We were big into the role-playing. And I think at the same up, time. They do the live role-playing. That would be LARPing. Like they did that at uh, the store in Maryland I go to. <laughs> There's, they meet the, they meet at the same time you store for guys do. I do that a lot. The one guy I, I dress he's, dressed, up he's so supposed to be like a general or something. Yeah. So he's got like a uniform on, but he's got like a mullet. He's got like a uniform. Like a army looking, but I'm like, you know, yeah, it looks ridiculous because he wouldn't have long hair. Hey, jackass! You got a mullet. That exactly. really hurt. I know. It's yeah. just like, stupid. Jackass. Anyway, yeah. so you went on to that. We did that. We did a bunch of those. Rage, which was the werewolf. Werewolf. Because back in Erie, we say wolf instead of wolf. You say what? I say wolf. Do you ever eat at Permani oh. Brothers? That's in Pittsburgh, and yes, we've eaten at Permani Brothers. That's good stuff. Is it, it? it looks good as shit on the television. Yeah, it's good. You ever seen that? Yeah. That wasn't very convincing, yeah. <laughs> I have seen I've seen that. Now, wait, Erie is known for three, three things, besides four things. Snow, <laughs> Greek dogs, and burgers, and what? fries. Greek dog, it's a special meat sauce. That goes on hot dogs and hamburgers. I have frozen. Oh, I've oven. seen that Baltimore. No, no, no. What That's, is it? It's called uh, Greek sauce. No, Greek. Like, is it the cucumber, like on a gyro or a gyro? No, 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 no. It says on hot dogs and hamburgers and fries. Okay, you keep right. going. We'll talk. Hey, about we. That. I tell you what. Forget the computers here, because we've lost the fucking. <laughs> we've lost the podcast anyway. Well, I'm just going to go with it. Right. I do okay. need a beer. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a quick break for All a beer. Right. What Joe was in the middle of something? Right, I can pick well, it up. What's that sound? That's Mike's <laughs> fucking bottle over there. How, how are you making it go up? I don't know. I just keep, I'm itching for a beer, and it keeps going off. Okay. So anyway, all you right. all went Wait, to... Wait, number you, three, the areas known for are pepperoni balls. <laughs> I got pepperoni. some made pepperoni if you want to try one right now, Pepperonis ain't got no balls. Oh, <laughs> uh, these pepperonis got balls. The pepperoni slices are In wrapped, a canal. Did I just give away in, your story? No. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. All right, that was number six. Is pepperoni that balls. Is on fire? <laughs> no, that's Cleveland, right? <laughs> no, there's a town in Pennsylvania that's on fire. How are you making that go off? That's some kind of coal miner town, probably by Pittsburgh. Yes, the, the, yeah. the towns. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. What else? How do yep. you make a pepperoni ball? Pe- you don't make pepperoni balls. Well, somebody does, but... You don't call it the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's basically pepperoni slices in fried dough. Pepperoni, is this you? Yeah. It's me, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time last night. <laughs> I was just wondering if... Uh, so it's the pepperoni slices in, a, in dough. In fried dough. So it's like a pepperoni roll, but it's in ball form? Yeah. That ain't nothing fucking groundbreaking. Well, what yes, is the is. sauce? Okay. What is the Greek sauce? The Greek sauce is a finely chopped meat sauce in a special recipe. What's a meat sauce? I meat, tell you, what, it's, it's like it's, it's like it's like a sauce. chili. No but what they do is instead of browning the meat beforehand, they cook the fucking. They put raw hamburger right in the. I cannot fucking believe we're even, and they put it right in the tomato sauce and cook it. Okay. So it's kind of real loose. It's runny. Hmm. I never heard of that. Right, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll bring it back someday. Alright, we'll take a break now. <laughs> yeah, because Polish know just, Doug. Hey, wait, make Polish Doug speak. He ain't said shit. He's Polish Doug, what do you need? Actor. We need a beer. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know, yeah, I I know we're that. interfering with your theater of the mind. But.
Okay, so Mike's back. He's brought up a bag of beer. Apparently, he went to the store. <laughs> I don't want to be greedy, but I'm going to take the first one. Mike's got a talking can opener, bottle opener. So we had a lot of good conversation while you were going, Mike. Yeah, your voice really carries. Why is that? I can hear you now. <laughs> what was we talking about, smart ass? Well, I can't hear like the, like, you hear like the. That's all. All right, so where were we? Are you done with what's famous in Erie? Uh, I was going to say the fourth thing was kielbasa, but... Um, Polish yeah, food! Yeah, because yeah. I never I heard didn't ate a lot of kielbasa. I cooked up some the other My day. My boss is from Erie. He's, reti- he's, he's, he's retarded. <laughs> is he a loser, too? He really is. Well, no. Have you all been playing any games lately? I've been playing a lot of Bowsack. Battle sack. Battle. <laughs> what? Sack. It's pronounced ball sack. Well, you all know. He, that's that's what the thing pissed me off about Joe. He's a fucking game snob. Everybody else in America calls it, uh, not Jenga. I've never even heard of yeah, it. Yeah, it's the other one. Not Jenga. It's a Bandu. Bandu? Where you, got the different, where you got the different wood shapes and you stack them together. The box says bow sack. Look, it's fucking Parker Brothers or somebody released it as Bandu. You mean it's Jenga? No, it's, it's not, not Jenga, but it might as well be. Sorry, I ain't. Oh, How about I describe it on the messy game room? Sure, let's hear it. All right. You're yes. going to actually talk about a game on this podcast? I could if you want me to, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah guys. I'm a guest host. I do it. <laughs> guest host? I oh, would... <laughs> you're a guest. I don't know about him. fucking host. I wasn't said, sent, like, the script or... Tell us all yeah, about... Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> Tell us all about Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Donkey Kong Jenga. Why did you sound like Chinese when you said that? I saw a Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> so what's Balzac? Balzac. Balzac. What? A, how the you only know? reason I don't want to call it Balzac is because I play it with my five-year-old daughter. Oh, that ain't cool. No. I, I rescind my earlier comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not Polish dog. Not to make anybody like feel weird. Nah, no, I'm not uh, in the least bit uncomfortable. Right, so Balzac, you got all these wooden shapes. It sounds like you're mispronouncing balls. I know. I know. <laughs> well, go ahead. Right, what you, you do is you hold your cock against your belly button. And then the, the guy across the room does the same thing. You run into each other and you, like, spread your legs and swing your balls. And they, like, smack each other. You've really played that, haven't you? <laughs> it is German. Anyway, go ahead. Bowels. Play it with your mom. Bowels. There you go. <laughs> so, Bowels. Sorry, Joe. That's all right. That's all right. You got these wooden shapes. And you build in, there's five different variants, four different variants or something. But the basic idea is you stack up these wooden shapes and they're like, it might be the shape of an egg. It might be the shape of, you know, a, a pipe or like a, <laughs> all kinds of crazy wooden shapes. All right. Yeah. Because of, of round tubular pipe shapes. Crazy. Sounds like Jenga. It's not Jenga. Well, what's, well, what's Jenga? I mean, I've seen Jenga the is, box. I've never played it. Jenga is a game where you just, you, pull, you build the tower of the, like, Rectangles. Jenga's for losers. Hey. Is it a board game? Is Jenga a board game? I Either one. Yeah. There's no board, but... I say it's not. Bond, the Bandu's very... I think it's Bandu? Fine. What is that? That's the... You got... The game Joe's talking about. You got these little plastic fucking popcorn kernels you use as money and shit. What? Is that the... They're little gems in... Jenga. Uh, oh, they're gems. They're like little glasses. What is Bandu? Same thing as Balsack. It's the commercial name for ba- Balsack. I see. There's also sn- Sack Noir. Oh. Which translates to 
black sack in French. <laughs> I heard they're big. <laughs> Why'd you get this game? I got it because I it because I'll tell you exactly why I got it. Because you wanted to be the only guy no. who owned. I got about, it. You, well, well. Besides, it was expensive. It's an expensive game because it's all crazy misshapen wooden blocks. And I had a twenty-five dollar gift card to an online retailer. Oh, that'd be a great conversation since this thing's already so far in a tank. Did you get the email from Dave? I tell you what, Dave. pissed me off. I I got the email about the, the our local game store being closed. Right. I didn't get an email from Dave. Well, I did. Anyway, you know, on his email, I was like, "Hey, uh, you know, why don't you start a Facebook page?" And uh, you said that to him. Yeah, I emailed yeah. it back. Said there's a lot of business in our area. It's on Facebook. If you <clears> went on Facebook, you just post on there. Hey, store closed day. Yeah. Everybody'd see it. You'd be friends with all the businesses in the area because businesses want to be friends with other businesses. Like, Cecil Cecil's Building Supply. That's right. Go to <laughs> Cecil'sBuildingSupply.com. Hit that son of a bitch hard. All thirty eight of you that spell <laughs> last name this morning. But anyways, like, oh, I got a Facebook page. So I went to it. The last post was like, like fucking July. Anyway, go ahead. He sent an email out saying he stayed at the store. It's Just not like, good because it's a ghost town. Why not? Well, it wasn't on Yu-Gi-Oh night. Well, that's <laughs> only one guy bought anything. Anyway, Joe, you were yeah. talking about ball sack. I'm sorry. But he was talking yeah. about how he knows... What was it something about? He knows that the prices on the internet are cheaper. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't I, get I, that. Surprised, I surprised, Okay, yeah. No, I didn't get that. But you know, this is—he's providing you this store. Blah blah blah. Well, we do play in there. Well, who did he send his email to? To just—that's the thing—is everyone he had, everyone whose address he had. I didn't get that. I didn't get it. Well, see, I've I emailed him before. I've emailed him for too. Really? Yeah, I do too. I, I'm you actually, didn't get that state of the store? No, I'll forward to. Forward that you want. Because I'm telling you, right now, I went in there one time on a Saturday afternoon. I don't know if I've told this story on this podcast before. 500 American dollars cash. I had 10 $50 bills in my pocket. I had a list of games in my pocket. I go into the store to buy these games. His son's there. I said, I want to pre-order. As an aside, he's in China right now. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Well, you were talking about Chinese people. <laughs> we're talking I tell you what else in China. Times. A lot of fucking people. A lot of Chinese people. <laughs> a lot of rice. I got $500 cash and a list of games. Yeah. This is when the economy was better, Joe. Yes. This is Marshall's weekly weekly <laughs> expenditure. So, <laughs> I says, I, know, I tell you, I got another story. It's a fucking nightmare. So, I says, I got $500 and this list of games. I was like, I want to pre-order and prepay. Because if you pre-order and prepay, you get 15% off. Not just 10 for being in the... Winchester Tabletop Gamers. Well, that wasn't, that wasn't my it. arrangement, but you just continued. Well, no, no, what was your arrangement? Well, my arrangement was... And I don't get it anymore, but I used to get 15% without pre-orders. If I continued to... Bring people into the store. You gotta be fucking shitting me. I don't know whether to punch you in the fucking mouth or get in the fucking minivan and drive down there and punch him in the... I swear to fucking Jesus Christ. I, oh, excuse me, Preston. I'll never buy another fucking game from that cock-sucking son of a bitch. I fucking won't. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's fucking... Hear. You're a whore. That's bullshit. I won't fucking buy so much as a fucking... 
cracker crackers. <laughs> I'm a little scared right now. <laughs> That's fucking shit, Joe. I, I am flabbergasted. I, you? <laughs> well, let me tell you something about that cocksucker. I went in there to buy $500 all, all worth. This time, I thought Joe liked, liked us for being us. Yeah, we, I went we, in there with $500 we just, worth of we were games. Just, we were just his 15%. <laughs> yeah, uh, his 15% <laughs> whores. Listen, I went in there with $500 fucking dollars. Fucking, oh, I am so fucking hot right now. Why I tell you that, I hope that goofy motherfucker and his page boy 19 fucking 140 haircut goes out of fucking business by the end of the week. Listen to me. Yeah, shut up, Mike. <laughs> Let me fucking go. Listen, I went in there for $500 American fucking cash and a list of games in my pocket. I said, I want to order these games. His son said, well, I don't know how to do that. My dad's not here. I said, well, I tell you what, you better get your dad on the fucking phone. Okay, I will never buy another fucking thing from there. Of course, if he listens to this, I will be allowed to go in there and buy anything. But anyway. Well, if it makes you feel call, better. Hold on. I don't want to hear it yet. Don't, because you're right. piss me off more. It's not going to make me feel better. So he call, tries to call his dad would, at the store. I want to hear more. Well, go ahead. Just hold on, okay? He said, well, my dad's at a Warhammer tournament. He won't answer his phone. I said, well, i tell you what. When your fucking dad does He's answer. games day. Yeah. Can I finish my story? I think you've told it. All right. Online. I mean, so. on, on the podcast? Yes. yes. See? Well, I'm going to tell the fuck this. You know why, Joe? Because it's Mike and Marshall's podcast. That's why. I said, I tell you what. When your dad finally does answer his fucking phone, tell him I went to D.C. and spent $500. Because he's more concerned about playing Warhammer with his fucking cheesy haircut. I'm done. Was that a page boy? I thought a page boy was a little swoop thing. Women, I don't know. Oh, no. you're a cock sucking. You couldn't have well, told us Ashley, this before. I am, I am interested in this arrangement. <laughs> oh, no idea. I am fucking so hot right now. I wish, I wish well, my wife was here to call me down. <laughs> okay. So do we. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking. Go ahead. This closet just got a lot hotter. Go you ahead, fucking ain't right. I'm about to come out of my shirt. I'm telling you right now, I, I took my hat off. This is. That is how he was acting when he took his shirt off. <laughs> he took it off and went. <laughs> for some reason. Teddy well, up here to call. Yeah. Now Marshall, Marshall doesn't have alopecia because he does have like hair on his head and all. Right. But otherwise, completely hairless. No, I got a hairy ass. Well, I got enough thank hair. Thank God we didn't, <laughs> I didn't see that. I got enough hair on my ass that we've been in But I don't want to talk about my hairy ass. I want to talk about well, Joe's this, horn. How did this come about? Pimp Joe. No he, more Italian Joe. He offered it when he first opened his store oh, at its previous location. I'm going to punch that motherfucker. When he was, when he was, um, like Amway. <laughs> the guy who photo- the guy the guy, who photo- the guy who photographed that wedding was an Amway guy. Oh, yeah. I swear he told me he goes, I got this guy in China, and every time he sells a roll of toilet paper, I get five cents. <laughs> I was sitting at the lunch table when I worked for Dupont, and this guy called. He was like. Hey, Marshall, how'd you like to earn an extra $30,000 a month? <laughs> I was like, let me tell you something. Not if I made $30,000 a month. Was it him? I wouldn't be sitting at this fucking lunch table. Go ahead, Joe. Was it Donnie Keys? No, but he's in oh, on a pyramid travel oh, scheme. Yeah. <laughs> well, I shouldn't use last names, I guess. I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead, Joe. You want me to start from the beginning? Yeah, yeah, whore. Oh, come on now. I love you, but I am a little upset that this is just coming out now. When we could have heard about I- this has been going this. on three years now. No, no, no. Wait a second. Back up. Three years. I haven't received that discount in at least a year and a half. 
Oh, yeah, pity for fucking you. And How you know, but this is what burns my ass. I don't buy offline. I buy in go in Look, he stores. hadn't finished one. He's opening another. You got them all. You got them all flustered. Yeah. <laughs> Polish Doug, speak up. How is this tracked? How was it tracked? Yeah. yeah. It no, no, no. Let him start from the beginning. Wait, oh, yeah. It wasn't tracked. When he opened the store I'm at I'm his previous location. It's over now. Wait. I would friend him, but when okay, Man, when the store that's got more hair and a bigger mold than child. The marsh is completely smooth. But anyway, go. All right, when he when he first opens the store, he's like building up. I was friends with him for a couple years before that. Which y'all to tell you something right there. <laughs> I, okay. How did you know him before that? I knew him from they when, played ball sack together. Yeah. <laughs> No. Go ahead, Joe. Back, uh, back when we were meeting in Berryville uh, with the, the Winchester Tabletop Gamers. With Dave Luff. With Dave Luff. He's a good game player. He's a game player. He's a good game Dave Luff, good game Good pinball player, player too. i tell you what else. So, man, I know that like wears a... Uh, I, don't know, I don't know anybody else that wears a collared button-up long sleeve shirt and sweatshirt and can pull it off like Dave Luff. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked your ass that dumb Viking game with stupid art. Okay, go ahead, Joe. This is amazing. It's like I'm in somebody else's life right now. It's like a dream. So he says, "Hey, if you keep bringing, you know, if you have, if you come, were you all laying in bed together? No, when said <laughs> like over the pillow. There was. Why don't you hold me hey, anymore? There was a counter between us. It was a professional setting. So he says, what? Okay, okay. He said that he'll give me a discount if I run game days periodically." Board game days, because he knew I wasn't going to play anything else. Because he knew I wasn't into 40K anymore. That's a little different than the way you, uh... Nah, I don't think it is. No, nah, what did I say? That you was, you he, said, uh, you get a 15% discount if you, like, bring people in, which makes me think you'd be no, like... No, no. Okay, hey, so... Man, hey, you want to play some games? Hey, why don't you come over here to the game? No, or, because... Hey, be, I'll be your friend, come on. Nah, so, if me, you, and Joe go into the store to buy Cosmic Encounter straight off the shelf, you and I get... Ten percent off, and Joe gets fifteen percent off. Well, not anymore, apparently. We no, had to organize. Hey, wait, 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 wait! Nothing was tracked. There was no tracking. Like uh, you brought in five people today. See what I'm saying? He's not like yeah, a, you brought in five people. Here's different. two oxycontins. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good weekend. Exactly. This, that's well, a little different. That just chaps my ass. It's a fucking. Actually, I was thinking he could probably use a guy who knows something. So, knows how to run a register. Well, that or, or too. fucking doesn't want to play well, Warhammer instead of sell shit. We well, could use a guy who knew something about knows something about board game. It's like I which would, I didn't and still don't. Well, now you know a lot this, more than he does. I tell so. you, this is the world's greatest discussion on friendly local game stores I've ever heard on. Because it seems that his uh, whatever his the way he business does model. It, yeah, if I like yeah. say, hey, can you give me this game? He figures, well, oh, I'll get a couple more. That's I'm what sure, he always I'm sure does. somebody will buy them. Right. But right. I might be asking for something like I did, like it's, the Battle of Monmouth. From it's Clash. still on the shelf. Yeah, it's really obscure stuff that I'm probably the only guy that comes in his store to buy. You interrupted Joe's story about how he is sucking off the tit of us. No. You owe me a <laughs> bunch of fucking money because I bought a lot of games there. Go ahead, well, Joe. I bought a lot of games there, too. Well, I would, even too, after, if I got 15% off fucking yeah. everything. I got a, Even after I stopped getting the discount. I'm okay. still lucky. And your copy of... Uh, Cosmic Encounter has a rip corner. Except right. for the ones you buy from online retail. Yeah, like Thawhammer and shit. But anyway, that's, Joe, that's, go that's, ahead that's, with your That's story. a good website. You know what? I was doing my taxes. 
because I'm an honest person, I claim my online purchases. What? Because you're supposed to do that in the state of Virginia. I tell you what, I'm sorry, yeah. the Commonwealth of Virginia. You're supposed to do what? So, you I, claim your online purchases. I mean, I do that, but what? What? I mean, what? that's exactly what I do, but what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> well, say it four more times, Mike, in case anybody's to pay the, uh, state, to pay the, the state, state tax. The state tax. All right, listen. Well, I hear listen, that guy didn't go pay back. his taxes. And just go back. I did not place a single order from Thought Hammer, my go-to online retailer. Why not? That's a good site. That's a good site. <laughs> yeah, brought to you by the Thought Hammer Studios and the Columbia <laughs> Games Beer and the Victory Point Games website. Yes. Why don't we listen to another clip? <laughs> hey, that's a, no! Fuck you, Polish dog. I think I've just pissed I'm just, myself. Let's I'm just listen. throwing it out there. No, I want to hear the rest of the story. Don't you I think that's it. it. It's, it's done. That's all it is. No, I didn't hear shit of how this come to be. It's not as sinister as I. No, it's pretty not. fuck sinister. It's you got a motherfucker it. sitting in this closet. You're on your seventh beer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, what uh, what clip do you want to listen to? How about Collins? Yeah, I, I think, could use a nap. <laughs> oh, Colin, I love you. Seriously, <laughs> no, nice. Colin, we're just kidding. You know, yours is like eight minutes long. Yeah, it'll it'll outshine this. I can't. Believe, he don't want to be well, in the middle what? of this. Let's let's listen to it. Yeah, we'll put him. Hi, it's Colin from The Noise Before Defeat. I'm just uh, recording this for the Messy Game Room's 12th episode. Congratulations, guys, a year in podcasting. I really enjoyed your episodes and your work. And, um, yeah, it's really nice to have a new refreshing podcast that occasionally covers war games. So, congratulations, and I hope you have lots of good gaming and many more podcasts to come. So... I guess as a reward, or perhaps really not much of a reward, as a punishment for your 12th episode, um, I've decided to do a really small review of a game. I haven't actually chosen anything particularly impressive or or anything like that. I just wanted to choose a game that I felt maybe your listeners might like, and something that I've actually enjoyed a little bit as well, and you guys might like yourself. Um, And that's the game Stronghold, which is a game from, obviously, Czech publisher. I think it's actually getting now released by Phalanx Germany. Or I think. Um, anyways, I don't actually own a copy of the game, but I've played it a few times. A friend of mine um, has got a copy, and we've been playing it. What is it? Well, it's a two-player game simulating a, a hypothetical siege uh, between two kind of fantasy armies, one being orcs and goblins, and the other, I guess, kind of being humans and dwarves and elves and whatever the hell you want to call it. So, and it's largely just a resource allocate worker, kind of, you could see it as worker placement resource allocation game. Uh, but it captures some little aspects of wargaming and that sort of thing, which obviously are in my interest, and I, and I thought it made it a worthwhile game. Basically, what's going to happen is one side's going to play the attacker, it plays, and one side's going to play the defender. It's a team game, although it can be played two-player, three-player, or four-player. I've played uh, two, three, and four-player, and it seems to work fine with all of them. Um, uh, it just depends on what your group's like, um, but it works well with all those. What's going to happen is the attacker has a series of phases that he's going to go through, one to six. Now, these phases uh, basically allow you to get your troops every turn, uh, build siege equipment like ballistas and catapults, train your troops up, uh, build, do things like sapping and, and stuff like that, as well as uh, build ladders and ropes, do some magic, and then conduct assaults. And 
each action, each phase, um, there's a different card for each phase. And basically every game you're only going to get one card um, with for each phase. So, and, But there are a bunch of cards, there's like five of them. So every game will be different for the attacker. They'll have different emphasis. Maybe one game you'll get to build ballistas. Maybe one game you'll get to build siege, um, like... A, trebuchet or something like that. So it varies from game to game, adds up a little bit of spice, stops it being the same. And then basically what's going to happen is you're going to get troops and wood every turn as the attacker, with which you're going to spend to build various siege equipment, as well as um, you know train your troops, do all those actions I said. Uh, and what you're trying to do is breach the walls. Once you breach the walls, the game's going to end. And you're going to do this by uh, in a number of ways. Like I said, firstly, you've got siege weapons. Secondly, you've got, and more importantly, you'll be able to uh, try to breach the walls with your troops. So what's going to happen is you're going to go through these phases, expending your troops and wood resource in order to do all these various actions. Every time you do this, you're going to give a time resource to your to the defender. Um, the defender then can use that resource to take actions of his own. But this is kind of an interesting point. Uh, the defender really only gets uh, actions to spend as you spend them, and he can't really save them. So he has to kind of do everything there. So what's important is to realize what his defensive strategy is going to be, and he'll have to reveal this little by little as you start to reveal your offensive strategy, uh, because otherwise it's reasonably open information. And the defender will get a little bit of resources every turn to spend for himself, but large, by and large he's going to have to rely on what you're going to give him as the attacker. So um, the defender is going to have the option to build stuff like uh, boiling oil, uh, extra kind of wooden walls to reinforce the walls, um, and various um, things like like that. He also has like a church where he can kind of do magic of his own, and he can train troops as well, but he can't recruit troops, so there's only a fine, finite number of troops. Um, the defender also has the option to give the attacker some victory points in order to get some stuff, like releasing prisoners, gives him access to more troops, and various other things. Uh, the defender starts with a bunch of victory points, sorry, the attacker starts with a bunch of victory points, and he loses a victory point every turn, giving it to the defender. So after a while, um, it becomes impossible for the attacker to win. Uh, and he, um, yeah, like I said, he won't be able to win, but he does gain a bonus for breaching the walls. So, um, and like I said, he can gain some bonuses for some various other things in the game. Um, overall, there's a real emphasis there on the resource allocation side, and in that sense, it's a quite highly tactical game. But much of it is about um, convincing your opponent that perhaps you're adopting a strategy that you aren't. And the second, I think, more interesting facet of the game is that it's multi-frontal. That is, if you apply pressure as the attacker on one point in the wall, the defender will probably respond, deploying troops there or other defenses. Um, and if you attack somewhere else, they'll have to defend there. Now, the defender, if they apply too much defense to one area, will waste their action points, leaving them vulnerable in other areas. So it's about a, applying pressure in as many different points as possible and overwhelming the defender at one of them, perhaps... Um, bluffing and and that sort of thing in order to try and um, to try and uh, break through in the siege as quickly as possible. The result I think is an interesting game. It plays reasonably quickly once you get to know it. 
and it's reasonably simple. It's a little bit hard to explain, I found. Uh, the rule book is not amazing. The components are reasonable, wooden cubes, basically. The art's fine. All that side of it's good. Anyways, um, I've gone on for way too long, so Marshall and Mike, please feel free not to air this or just air the beginning of it. It's now over eight minutes. I tried my best. And... Um, I hope you guys like Stronghold. I know I have, and, it, and I think it would appeal to anyone who's kind of likes Ameritrashy or kind of that side of things or wants a little bit of conflict in their Euro. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, congratulations to the Messy Game Room for 12 episodes. Thanks, guys. Wow, that was great. Thank you, Conflict Colin. in your Euro? That's like getting, I don't know, that sounds pretty interesting, though. I would like to trek out Stronghold. Well, well, weren't you guys all excited about that game? Everybody yeah. was talking about Stronghold. It's expensive. If you or I bought it, Mike, it'd be like uh, I could afford it. Seventy dollars. If Joe bought it, it'd be like thirteen. Because <laughs> he worked out a deal. I was thinking about getting it, but it's sold out. Like it's out of print already. No, really? Really? seriously. Yeah, it is. yeah. The only place I could find it was across the. You got the season. Martin, That's why you, I was got his attention. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? It's what was the other game I just saw that's out of print? Where there's discords getting rid The one I gave you for Christmas last year. What? Hold the line? It's out of print. It ought to be out of print because it doesn't have a manifest of what's in it. What? You heard me. I have no idea how many counters are in it. I got it. opened the fucking box. The counters are actually broken out of the fucking... Con- they're already broken. They do that for you? <laughs> no, I think it's because... Just the way it, I think it, I don't know. It got, I got banged up in shipping. Yeah, it got banged up. I don't know. So I don't, I, and it doesn't have a list that says you should have 13 generals. It doesn't have that list. I think about going to Virginia Beach. Yeah, you need, like you need to get yourself like an Estonian girlfriend. I'm married. <laughs> to uh, count all your. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome. I'd be like, here's the fucking deal, sweetheart. You're going to count these counters, and then you're going to make sure all these games are. Uh, we told you that, right? A certain individual that uh, was a stalker that we played a couple of games with. He had a I don't know where she was from. Estonia is good enough. Estonia, yeah. And he did a lot of eBay stuff, selling stuff, buying mostly <laughs> the things on eBay. And he had this, yeah, because she lived in Washington, right? And yeah, she, Washington, and she was a and carpet she, cleaner. And she'd come out and spend the weekend at his house. And she was sitting there going through, I mean, like old-ass obscure war games, count, counting how many counters were in them, <laughs> like inventory them. Like, I was wow. like, that's the kind of bitch I need. Somebody just shut her mouth, <laughs> suck dick, and count counters. Oh. Well, I don't know what else she was doing, right. just, but she was counting counters. I think they slept together. Hey, I don't know what he did. I know he didn't pay his mortgage, but... Boy, you all just shut the <laughs> fuck up, dude. I'm trying to figure out who you're talking about. I think I yeah, know. I think we both know who we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I know who you're about. talking about now. But that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, because it was hilarious because you've, like, oh, sat there. And I was like, what are you doing? Hold? She's like, counting, counting. Yeah. A stronghold's out of print? I gotta get a copy. Does nice guy Jim have it? He does not have it, right, though? No, he doesn't He have was it gonna get it. He wants it. That's why we've been emailing back Why didn't he get it? Oh, so you're all fucking buddies. Joe's buddies with the fucking game store owner. And here we are, Mike. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> one hour. Email and I thought Joe people. was cooler than you when we first played together. I really did. Because I was yeah, like, I said that. Yeah. hey, you want to play Hammer of the Scots with me? Like maybe at the bookstore? Now he didn't want to play at the bookstore. He wanted to play at the game store where he'd get fucking <laughs> the bookstore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was offering to go to Borders and play with him. Forget Borders. Who, me? Oh, 
You hold on. Why Me and you, you right borders? now, back to the table, back in the closet. It's just us. Forget these people. <laughs> Why would you go to Borders and play? I was being nice. Martinsburg doesn't have a Borders. Winchester does. I said, if you'd like to be interested in playing Hammer the Scots or anything like that, you let me know. I'll come to Borders and we'll play. Because I thought you was a loser. Well, I still kind of think that. But anyway, I didn't yeah, know Polish. I, I didn't know Polish Doug and Italian Joe were whoring us out. Well, now you're trying to you all together. Now I was thinking uh, that first Almost time we were playing the Sherlock, whatever yeah. Jack the Ripper game. Yeah, Mr. Jack. Off. Oh. Because uh, I was playing him like you know, this, he, this, he this episode. No, no. This what, episode or, will never fucking see Libson. Or was it um <laughs> the Coliseum game? And Marshall, he, he sits there like this. And he looks at you, you know? Yeah. And now that I've played where we've played with other people he doesn't know, that's when he's, like, sizing you up. Right. Because he pretty much hates almost almost <laughs> everybody. But, uh... Who, Marshall? Yeah. I was convinced before I met you that you wouldn't... Like, I was, I was nervous. I was like, i got to be on my best behavior to meet Marshall. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that talks constantly through fucking games about... Sorry. Nah, Sorry. you're quiet at first. People, you don't know. I'll, say, I'll teach these two losers, Mr. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd have known you was whoring me out, Joe, I'd have punched okay. you in the mouth. And that was at the game store, wasn't it? Yeah, back when Joe was getting his buck meat discount for bringing us in. Hey, hot games right here. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What are you calling the guys stand at, yeah, stand at front Barkers. of the... Barkers. Yeah, the nudie bars. Barkers. You've been, in, uh, you've been like, down the block in Baltimore? No. Yeah, he's, he's a good. He's married. Well, do other cities have that? West Virginia's got new bars. We don't have barkers. Anyway, outside. you walk down the block. There's like guys standing out front. That uh, yeah. hey, come on in here, guys. Come on, blah, blah, blah. yeah, that was him. That was Joe. <laughs> Is anybody tired of drinking beer yet? You look tired of drinking beer, Joe. I'm just finishing my first Newcastle brown ale. You tired of drinking beer yet, Polish stuff? Official beer of the uh, Messi game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here in the uh, here in the GMT game. Well, anyway, <laughs> Colin. I need a beer. Take this one. This one right there. Oh, thank you. Anyway, Colin told I us all... I need a can opener. You're out of beer now. All right. Colin told us all about... Um, Stronghold. Stronghold, but... Thanks, Colin. Much to my uh, chagrin, no one owns it. I can't believe it. It's out of print already. Well, I'll probably pick it up at Goodwill. Thanks, we, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Well, let's listen to a, 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 another soundbite. From who? Hi, my name is Steve, and this is a recording for the Messy Game Room. I got hooked when I heard Marshall explaining why he played Last Night on Earth, and he said, I just played it so I could stare at her tits all that time. That inspired my list, the top ten games that Marshall will play, just so he can look at a character's tits. To start off with, there were some games that were disqualified. Nivea Drap, Spank, Space Pirate, Amazon Ninja, Cat Girl, and Brawl Cat Fight were all disqualified because we know Marshall's a real man. He's not going to be looking at any of those anime, young girl looking boobs. He wants the real thing. So what games did make the list? Well, number 10, Last Night on Earth. Marshall already told us that one. Number 9, Goose and Memo, which would have done better if you didn't have to look at the backs most of the time. Number 8, Xenophile, which would be a lot more fun if you get someone to play with them besides Mike. Speaking of Mike, coming in at number 7 is Wizard Kings, playing with the Amazons. It's a good block game, but with Mike playing, it's more of a cock block game. Not as much fun as it could have been. At number 6, When Darkness Comes, with Sharon, who has a lovely miniature piece that you can fondle. Number five, Blue Moon, just to get a Kinesi on there. you got to play with the Mimics, though. At number four, Roman War Three, another war game. It's called Queen of the Celts, and you have to make sure you get that Gamer Edition, not the regular edition. At number three, 
Talisman, the Prophetess piece. Number two, Runebound, Red Scorpion. Saw a list on the Geek, someone referred to it as Torpedo Tits. I thought Marshall might like that. And of course, the number one game, Wench, which combines tits and drinking, which has to be a positive for Marshall. Thanks for a great podcast, guys. Keep up the good work. Go, Joe. Go, Joe. He uh, said, I will say this. I will say this. That that was a very fitting top ten list for the messy game room. Before you got here, <clears throat> Polish Doug was talking about titties. Now, I'm more of an ass fan, Polish Doug. I'm not a titty man. Why don't you share your thoughts on titties? He can't talk about that kind of stuff, can he? I do. I'm married I to. love my wife's titties. I can say that. <laughs> I never <laughs> see them. Why don't you send me a picture? <laughs> Anyway, well, just, she just had a baby. So, what were you going to say? <laughs> what were you going to say? What? Oh, I said it. I said oh, you it. said it. Was I very... said that's a very fitting top ten list for the messy gamer. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I, I, like, I didn't I like get it. it. Was short and sweet. It was something about me and cockblock. I didn't get it. What, Mike? I just want to say we can barely fucking hear it. It was well organized because he just drank a bunch of beer and he won't shut up when we're trying to listen to these. Who, me? Yeah. I tell you what, I will <laughs> say that the rest of the fucking episode. All right, how about listen to Tony Clifton? No, I don't want to listen to Tony Clifton. You don't like Tony Clifton? That's not even his real fucking name. It's not. Nope. I said I was going to shut up, but I ain't listening to Tony Clifton. I can tell you that. None of y'all knew who, like, none of y'all got that. His name, Tony Clifton. That show was a little before my time. How old are you? 34. Yeah, Joe's younger than me. How old are you, Paul Stubb? Same. 34. So we're not going to listen to Tony Clifton? Nah. You don't like him anymore now that he, now that he likes other Don't be jealous. No, I want to listen to my buddy uh, Mike from Cali. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. I think he's Bercelli. Hey, guys. It's Mike from Cali. Thought I'd drop you a line for your podcast. Don't really know why you want people to do this because I don't think anybody listens to your podcast anyway. But uh, you never know. We'll give it a go anyway. Just kidding. Love it. You guys, keep up the good work. It's a great podcast. Thought I'd tell you about a game convention that we have here, a little game con. It's called Stained Glass Games. Uh, we did it a couple weekends ago. It went for like three days, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Darn near 24 hours a day. We took a break for like four or five hours for sleep. So it's kind of like being in a casino. You know, I don't know what time it is. and All groggy-headed, but it was a lot of fun. Got a lot of gaming in. Uh, got a game of uh, Memoir 44, Overlord, Stalingrad, eight people playing. That was pretty fun. I'm not a big Memoir fan, but um, it was it was cool because you got to play with a lot of people. We laughed, had a good time. Also got a CNC Epics game in, which I think the um, the system works better for the ancients. Anyway, that was real lot of fun with eight people. One game that was a big hit there was Endeavor. I don't know if you've played it yet or not, but uh, Z-Man Games. Uh, a lot of a good game. Um, kind of a exploration, world domination type of game where you'll settle Europe first and then you'll go out into some shipping lanes and open up regions of the world, Africa, Far East... North America, and uh, you'll you'll ship goods, and you'll you'll try to pull cards from these things from these different regions, and um, very very enjoyable game. Look that one up. Z-Man Games Endeavor. I played it a couple of times there that weekend. Excellent game. 
I'll send you guys an invite next year. Maybe you and Mike can uh, show up for it. Now, on a side note, Marshall, you son, you got to get to a store called the Computer Store. You may have to travel to, you know, D.C. or something because I'm not sure to have those kind of stores out where you live in the sticks out in West Virginia. But, you know, dude, push them out and do a side. Head to the computer store. Get yourself some RAM. So you can put that in the computer so we can get on Vassal. And you can get your ass whipped in a game of Labyrinth. Labyrinth is a game that is coming out later on this year by GMT Games. Uh, Designers Vocal Renke. I've been playtesting it now for a few months, and it's a great game. When you first look at it, you think it's uh, a Twilight Struggle, because the map looks the same. It's card-driven with events and op points. And, of course, if you play your opponent's um, event, then it has to happen like Twilight Struggle type of deal. But the game is completely different. It's, it's about a game of War on Terror. One side's a U.S. player, and the other side is the Jihadists. And... Um, but it plays completely different than Twilight Struggle. It's got a great game mechanic. Um, and the really interesting about the game is both sides play completely different. Uh, the U.S. side is doing things like War of Ideas and deploying troops and uh, trying to do regime, regime changes in Islamic-ruled countries where... And their mechanics are completely different than the jihadist mechanics. And they're trying to do things like um, to do jihads, uh, set off terror plots, um, trying to make regime change countries. And they've got sleeper cells that go active and try to, they can get some WMDs, try to plant those things in Europe or in the Muslim countries or even in the United States, which is an auto-win for the jihads if they can set off a nuke in the United States. A um, little bit of a controversial topic, but, uh, you know, you play for what it is. It's just it's, it's very, very, very well done game. Um, so that, that's what's on the pl- plate for us. If you can get your computer up and going, I'd uh, love to play a couple games of that with you. Uh, so that's it for me out here. Uh, enjoy the podcast, guys. Uh, keep doing them. And I will talk to you soon. <laughs> so. So. Hey! <coughs> okay, here's the deal with Mike Bricelli. Well, he sounds like a, might be a young Italian man. So I don't I already like him. Well. I didn't know Cali was one of the five boroughs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was something with some kind of ski mask, though. You should have mentioned the, the ski mask. That's a different game. That's War on Terror. That's Here's, well, he was talking about War on Terror, right? No. He's talking about Labyrinth. That's, thank you, Polish dog. What was all that WMD uh, and... Here's the deal. All right. <laughs> Tell me. He emailed Tell me. Tell us why you need more RAM. He emailed me. <laughs> <laughs> because he, I think he realizes that I'm lifeblood of a messy gamer. I mean, if you know, you, I was just getting ready to say, I think Joe and Dog are starting to see I'm the brains behind this. <laughs> <laughs> it probably doesn't come through, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you do do all that. Have we saved this thing lately? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. How's, yeah. Why oh, did you say yeah? Like something. 20 minutes ago. Oh, I yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. So Mike emails me and he said, hey, I'm playtesting this game called Labyrinth. Are you interested in trying it on Vassal? 
It's a GMT game. I guess it's getting ready to hit the P500. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll play test it because we have played games on Vassal before, What's right? That? <laughs> he just fucking reviewed it. So it's like a, it's all that terror. It's Twilight Struggle, with, but we'll substitute War on Terror. I Not thought he terror, was talking, see, like I said, because you've been very disruptive. <laughs> oh, now you're calling me out. Man. I thought he was talking about the game Dude, War on Terror. Polish Doug, was that disruptive? You understand what I'm saying? No, that's because yeah. fucking Joe said, oh, you get a ski mask with it. There's a game called War and Terror, That's right? what he was talking about. No, 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 no. no he's, he's talking, talking about, about Labyrinth. I thought he was talking about the David Bowie movie. <laughs> clearly, we don't know what we're talking about. I thought about. he was talking about the little wooden game with the two things. Where were the WMDs? He's talking about a game that's about the War and Terror. Joe. He's not talking Joe. about the game. See? Look. He's not talking about the game called War and Terror. <laughs> I, I think you're right, Mike. Oh, so know. anyway, he Doug, emails me. Doug, you know you want to look. <laughs> I want my kids. <laughs> yeah. Look at that thing. See, look at that. Woo, look that at that. That is smooth. <laughs> That's like Claire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's talking about, you know, I have heard of this game. Labyrinth. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I'll play test it. You know why? Because mm-hmm. I'll get my name in the credits on the rules when they print the game. It'll be like Marshall Wilson playtester. But your computer, so... But shut the... You let me tell the story. <laughs> it's so choked full of porn. <laughs> That's what he always says. Right? <laughs> so he's like, uh, sounds like, I tell you what, I think it was when we had the December blizzard. Not to be confused with the February blizzard. Snowmageddon. Yes, yeah, Snowmageddon. Snowpocalypse. Oh, eight or whatever it is. <laughs> so, I right, tell you it's what. 2010, but go ahead. I tell you what. You call me. Here's my cell phone number. Because I'm sure a lot of podcasters, they wouldn't give people their cell phone numbers. Because they'd call them a Super Bowl halftime and shit. They did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, here's, you know, you're a fan. Let them eat cake. Here's my cell phone number. Okay? So, he calls. We're talking back and forth. Really cool. Another professional photographer, which is kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, you gotta admit it. And he <laughs> takes some badass boudoir photos. Anyway. What? Yeah, that's what he does. He takes, like, hot pictures of hot chicks. Well, we don't want to talk about that. Like, glamour shots, but sexy. Because glamour shots, we all know. Your, yeah. Has your wife ever had glamour shots? I don't believe so. Good deal. Your wife ever had glamour shots? No. Good. Let me go off on glamour shots. We're already on Southern Poverty Law Standards <laughs> on radar. We don't want to be on like the FBI's uh, glamour the shots. FBI's site. Glamour shots are for white trash hogs. They get all made up with a fucking bow around their neck. They're like, "Oh, I'm a stripper." But anyway, sorry, right, I'll tell my mom that later. <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> Polish my Doug. Marshall said you're a whore. <laughs> I know you don't know. So anyway, Mike. I was a whore too, so. Yeah, Joe, you are fucking. Why are you bringing that up? That pisses me off. So anyway. Don't get him excited. Yeah. Go ahead. I think my lovely wife and I, God bless her, we're on our way back from uh, at the bookstore where I'm trying to, you know, make myself more intelligent because my degree came from a steakhouse. (laughs) So I get a call from Mike and Callie. He's like, hey, dude, you want to play this hey. evening? Hey, hey, you want to play uh, Labyrinth this evening? I'm like, yeah, that's cool. So I go home. I said, oh, call you when I get home. I'm like half an hour from home. We try to play Labyrinth on Vassal, right? Yeah. Well, you know, my computer gets clogged up with internet porn. As you often say. Yeah. So hey, he sends me the files, and I download the Labyrinth files. Hmm. 
You really think any, I mean, at this point, anybody's listening. You're the one telling the story. <laughs> Keep going or we'll go to something else. I'm listening. Okay, so I get home. I check my email. Mike has emailed me the files for Labyrinth. And he's talking about how great it is. And we could be play testers and we could be in the rule book. You know, yeah. play tester, Marshall Wilson. And I'd be like, hey, Mike, motherfucker, look at this. Don't say Mike Haggard. He's just Marshall Wilson. Yeah. And it certainly <laughs> don't say Joe Labrosi. Yeah. Or Polish dog. I can't even pronounce lab- Labyrinth. Labyrinth. That's good enough. Labyrinth. <laughs> so I tried to download this shit and run Vassal. Well, we can't, I can't, my computer doesn't have enough RAM. She's so like, uh, we're talking on the cell phones. And he's like, uh, let's try something else. He wants to play something with me. And, and why not? Who wouldn't want to play something with somebody they idolize? And he said, hey, you need a new computer? We just got a couple of it off the truck. Hey, I'll send you one. I'll send you one. Pretty much. <laughs> so we try, like, maneuver, twice struggle. We try every game on Vassal. If fucking Connect 4 would have been on Vassal, I don't think my computer could have ran. Why didn't you try WarGameRoom.com? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, come if you laugh from the war game room. Because that's all studios. web. That's all web based. Well, anyway, we couldn't play nothing. Or yeah. 1960. I don't like the way some of that looks. On well, Twilight Struggle 1960 actually looks like the game. Okay, like, well, we couldn't yeah. play nothing on Vassal. I tell you, we could have ran Candyland on Vassal, and it wouldn't. I couldn't have done it. All right. Anyway, war game. So, room. so anyway, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, you need to get some RAM." So then the son of a bitch is texting me. You need to get some RAM. You need to get some RAM. Do you know what RAM is? No, it's an animal with the, the horns. Same with the horns. So I get up this morning. He lives in California. I live on the East Coast. Eastern Standard Time? Yeah. He lives on the West Coast. What, yeah. what is that, Joe? Pacific. Three hours. You didn't answer fast enough. Polish stuff? It's time. It's three hours. Right, I get up this morning, I'm like, hey, fag, you got your MP3 file. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's 2 o'clock in the morning there, I'll fucking text you something, or call you and just shoot shit. So, I haven't gotten any RAM yet, we can't play no Vassal games, but we still love Mike, he does boudoir photos. <laughs> really? Alright. Yeah, and they're fucking, this chick he's got, did, did their, like, their website or whatever she got. Is it Mark? Did whose website? Mike is a professional photographer. His photography Uh Yeah, post a link to that. <laughs> See, I did that. I just delegated. That was smooth. All right, anyway. I'm well, fucked well, up he said, he sounds like He sounds like somebody who's from New York City. He's jackass. So speaking of New York, are we ready to listen to our, our favorite fan, Tony Clifton? I got to say he is our favorite fan. Since he's from New York? Yeah. Are we going to listen to that now? Yeah. Is that okay? I wish I knew what his real name was. Oh, I got an idea. Thanks, Mike and Marshall. Hi, I'm Tony Clifton, and this is a quick review of Combat Commander Stalingrad, an expansion for Combat Commander Europe from GMT Games. The expansion comes in a bagged cardboard folder with a disturbingly happy-looking German soldier on the front. Inside, you're going to get four double-sided paper maps that are the same sort that you get in Combat Commander Europe, 11 new historical scenarios, some new leaders, some new troops, and an assortment of new counters that I'll kind of get into later that represent different terrain and game effects that are specific to uh, the Stalingrad expansion. So if you like Combat Commander Europe's components, you're probably going to like these. And if you're like me and you like to clip the corners of your uh, 
the chits, then these ones separate from the uh, cardboard frame by the corners, so they're a lot easier to clip. This expansion brings several new rules and counters to the table. One of the most interesting is the Urban Sniper. It's represented by a two-sided counter with a close-up of a German officer about to take a drink of coffee, and it's framed in a sniper's reticle. It also comes with counters and rules for rubble and rubble creation, factories, sewers, and it has a new Russian weapon, the Molotov projector. My favorite part of Combat Commander Stalingrad are the campaign rules that allow you to link your games together, and you'll play these games over a series of five maps, and you'll move back and forth depending on whether you're winning or losing. It also adds some interesting resource management. You'll start the campaign with a small bank of fortification points that you can spend at any time, and you can even buy fortifications in a scenario where you're the attacker. But these run out quickly, and they don't replenish through the campaign. You'll also draw your platoons that you'll fight each scenario with from a regimental resource pool. The regimental resource pool does top up, but probably much slower than you'll use them, and you'll find that resources get tight very quickly, probably much the same as they did in Stalingrad. There's only two things I don't like about Combat Commander Stalingrad, and I think that they're both pretty small points, but they bothered me, and I thought I should let you know about them. The first, the new Russian weapon, the Molotov projector, is printed on a 5-8 inch counter, which is bigger than the weapons in the rest of the series. So it means it doesn't fit on top of the unit that's using it as well, and it's kind of annoying to look at. The second thing is that as you set up each game within your campaign, you have to refer back and forth between the random scenario generator and the playbook from the main series and the eight-page playbook that comes to Stalingrad. It adds a couple of minutes, and it's kind of a pain, but this game is so good, it's well worth the extra two minutes. So besides those two niggly points, I really like Combat Commander Stalingrad. I'm a big fan of the main series, and I'm a big fan of Pacific as well. The new units are great, the campaign is great, it gives Combat Commander Europe that extra Stalingrad-y feeling, and besides the pain in the nuts of those two niggly points, I'd go right out and buy this expansion if I was a Combat Commander fan. So as we used to say back in the Cold War, oppose communism everywhere you see it, and now back to Mike and Marshall and the messy gamer. Well, thanks, Tony, for telling us all about uh, Combat Commander. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't listen to a fucking thing he said. The guy from California sounded more like he was from New York than uh, Tony Clifton did. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that impressed with Tony Clifton. Uh, I don't think he had a good voice. Um, he sounded like he was retarded. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Italian Joe. Uh, you know, I, I liked it. And he had a good segue at the end. Rapid fire, bullets, dogs. Man, he he has a good radio voice. I like you know, that guy. NPR. I like that NPR. show. Yeah, I like that show. What show? With the old guy. Motherfucker's dead, Amy. No, I don't think so. How about Abe Vigoda? Not Abe. Abe Vigoda's still alive. He's in Super Bowl. I'm talking about the guy who does the the Talking Head show, Sunday morning show. Tony about Clifton. He thinks he's God's. More gift. troops in Afghanistan. Marshall Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever the big black promises, I say go with. Anyway. Bullish dog! Bullish dog! Uh, I'm not that impressed, Tony Clifton. I tell you what, he's the type person that probably played ball sack. <laughs> ball sack. <laughs> was that it? 
I think that's Did it. we uh, play all of the... All of the uh... We haven't talked about shit. No, but we, play, we played all the MP3s, right? What are you pointing at me for? I'm the one that drunk off his ass. Uh, I think <laughs> we did. If we missed you, we're sorry. We'll, play, we'll do it No, we're not time. really fucking sorry. It probably... I think we played all of them. We played seven? Yeah. I we got seven. We got two... Polish Doug, fucking say something. What do you want me to say? I'm he just, he I'm, got nothing I'm to say. Sitting back and Why don't you tell us what you think about the messy game room? Go! I think the messy game room is messy, but it's delicious. He's never been there, has he? Polish Doug has been the messy game room. Oh, yeah. Italian Joe, what do you think of the messy game room podcast? I like the messy game room podcast, even though there's bad words that are said during the course Bad of words. <laughs> bad words, yeah. Like fucking shit and cunt and pussy. Like, like shit, uh, piss, cunt, fuck, cocksucker, motherfucker. And la, 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 la. <laughs> Doug, go. I could probably wash your mouth out with my ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And it on that because that doesn't get much better than that. All right, we're going to go uh, hopefully try to pl- uh, play some games. And we apologize most sincerely for episode number one. We don't have any kind of format. You maybe this is how we get our brilliant outtakes. Yeah, <laughs> world famous. Why don't you chat for us a little? You probably can't sit that far away. Yeah, probably not. I don't, I don't know. It's my first time, so you know, I'm trying to get there. Just be comfortable. Be natural. Yeah.